Hello, Mistake Hive, and welcome to this week's episode on dating and relationship deal breakers. And also, a big shout out to Sarah. Today's her 30th birthday. Happy birthday. We love you. Let's go. Tap on my window and knock on my door. I want to make you feel beautiful, even though I'm deceitful. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, everyone, to We've Made made a Mistake. mistake. I'm Kathy. And I'm Sierra. And welcome back. Yeah, that was our little um, parody version to fit this week's episode theme, which is dating deal breakers. Dating and, and relationship sure deal, yes, is, on the list. is one of them. One yeah. of those hidden ones that creep up on you. Yep. Yeah. But let's start off <laughs> on a little lighter note. How was your week? It was good. I can really only remember the things that have happened in like the last five days for whatever reason. Yeah. I need to start writing shit down. I, we we yeah. have two weeks now in between recording. I honestly feel like ever since I turned 30, I know we talked about it, but I've like, my back has been hurting a lot. I want to sleep. If I'm not in bed by 10, I feel disgusting in the morning. Really? Yeah. But it doesn't matter what time I sleep. I always wake up exactly like butt fuck in the morning. Butt fuck. Very bad. Whoa. Whoa. I become really adventurous. <laughs> She's become adventurous in her old age. Yeah. Okay, that was a wrong choice of words. But basically, I I need to sleep at an early time because then I'll wake up no matter what at five in the morning. Okay, yeah. So here's my problem. Mm-hmm. Um, I I make every effort to be responsible, like in you know, realize the fact that I'm turning 30 and mm-hmm. like, I need to live my life a little differently. Mm-hmm. I really do. Like, so you have been butt fucking. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but basically like I wash my face. Okay. I like brush my teeth, which is if you, if you were here from the very beginning of the podcast, that was like my dirty confetti. Remember we did like embarrassing. Oh, dirty. Whatever. Unhygienic. We, uh, yeah. That was my, un- like, I don't, you know, there are some nights where I go mm-hmm. without washing my face and brushing my teeth, but I become like pretty religious about that. Yes. So I attribute that to like becoming older and I don't, I can't really like afford to skip a teeth mm-hmm. brush night. Cause then like I wake up the next day and I have a cavity. So. Oh, I have a root canal that's like getting crazier and crazier but i've been purposely like eating on one side okay. so nothing like goes in that hole okay. so <laughs> <laughs> no yeah um so i mean i do i do that right i have mm-hmm. my whole like bedtime routine i really try to be in bed by like 10 or 11 mm-hmm. but um because of the crippling anxiety <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just lay in bed like staring at a fucking wall for like two yeah. hours like that literally happened last night. Like I turned the TV on, mm-hmm. but I didn't put a show on. Like I just wanted the light. Yeah. I don't know. I have a weird thing about sleeping in like complete blackness, but mm-hmm. um, I was like laying there, like really trying to just yeah. kind of like drift off into a nice sleep. I couldn't fucking do it. I feel like your mind just like wanders. Like I will be doing the same thing and I'll stare at a wall. And like, I really need to clean the bottom of my yeah. shoes or something. Yeah. And like, I, I, I hate think about everything and anything. Yeah. Like, imaginary scenario. Like, yeah. it's wild. There could be someone in my home right now. Yeah. I need to go check every corner. I will say since living alone though, I literally do that. Like 
like when I come uh, to work because I have a lot of spaces in my house. Like <laughs> I have two like huge closets. Um, one of them is completely empty pretty much. Mm-hmm. So like I do have a habit of checking yeah. the crevices and the doors and stuff when I get home because I don't want to end up like one of the fucking victims on yeah, that's forensic a, files. Yeah. Like hell no. Like I'm a big, I'm a hell no. Yeah. yeah. That's like me with that. It's not going to be the other way. <laughs> that's like me with, um, I don't really use my oven, but I always need to make sure that it's off. Yeah. But like I, I, I don't know. Like, kind of unconsciously, like, like yeah, yeah, probably. Like, okay. I need to touch it to make sure it's off. Okay, off. that's very, yes. Yeah. You have to touch it. Wait, do you have to touch it like 27 yeah. times? <laughs> off, off, and I have to, yeah. And then I have to turn it on just to make sure I, I actually feel the click when it does. Yeah. Off. I need to make sure that it can actually work. <laughs> um, My gas bill just because me turning the oven on and off. Um, but yeah, basically, many a nights, I have every intention of like being responsible grandma, pretty much. Mm-hmm. But then I won't end up actually falling asleep until like sometimes one or two in the morning. So mm-hmm. it's really a toss up. It depends on the day. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so we were what were we talking about? Like when we turn 30, shit changes. Yeah, your back starts hurting okay. and you love Tupperware. That's the main <laughs> oh, two I things. Love, I fucking live for Tupperware. <laughs> One of my, uh, for my secret Santa, um, one of the uh, gifts on my wish list was a fucking vegetable peeler. <laughs> I have one of those. They're a lifesaver. Shaved carrots change a lot of dishes. Shaved carrots. Saves lives. <laughs> Shaved carrots slaves, slaves lives. <laughs> saves lives. <laughs> we haven't, we're, we're drinking. And we're drinking. And slays. <laughs> And slices, if you're not <laughs> Slices and slays. I lose a finger. Yeah. Um, anyway, so on the topic of Dirty 30. Yes. I don't even know if we said, if we refer to it as Dirty 30, but I'm all of a sudden <laughs> calling it Dirty 30. Um, this week is my birthday. So I turned 30 Woo-hoo! on Tuesday. Yes. The 8th. Oh, when the episode comes out. So Yay. I'm 30 today. For those of you yes. who listen <laughs> The day we're talking this is i know i know you're just dying i know the <laughs> mo- you're just like sitting there refreshing fucking spotify <laughs> like waiting, waiting for us to post. um but yeah so it's gonna be a really good week mm-hmm. why because i requested like 13 days off of work and kathy ashley and i are gonna go to vegas mm-hmm. this week at worthy on thursday yes. and then we're gonna stay through sunday and we have some we have some big plans I gotta say. Buffets. (laughs) Mega buffets. Um, We're going to Hell's Kitchen. Yes, that's exciting. I have a couple of other, like, restaurants Mm -hmm. that I want to try out. Um, Magic Mike. Yes. I think by far, that's the part of Vegas I'm most excited for. I've actually never been to one of those before. I think that's why I'm, like so ecstatic because i've been to it twice now oh okay it's the greatest experience we walk in there like oh sarah <laughs> regular table here <laughs> uh, it's a fun time okay um does it get too touchy you, i really don't no, want to no, touch no. anything they don't really touch you like okay unless you're sitting in certain parts of the audience then it's like splash zone. <laughs> i was just gonna say that <laughs> um and you yeah i don't know you can look at that any way you want okay even literally but yeah. um, <laughs> There are not a lot of clothes. Okay. Um, very sweaty. Like sweaty. Sh- sweaty, cleanly shaven, rock hard chests and abs. Okay. Um, barely their underwear. Mm-hmm. Um, and just 
just the finest specimens you've ever you ever did see okay <laughs> i feel like i'm such an awkward person really that i would just be like doing thumbs up like when i see them like great god great guys you're doing good like so good you're doing great sweetie oh, yeah. <laughs> like you oh. like mom yeah. if i say something sexy i'm like oh, cute <laughs> um so yeah very much looking forward to that we're gonna go clubbing something mm-hmm. i'm just i'm excited to dance like a fucking fool like it's been yeah. a minute. I think the last time, well, I mean, I dance like that every day of my life mm-hmm. but in the comfort of my own home, but I feel um, like I, your I'm, birthday was I'm entering time. this because I haven't like, like I'm excited, but I've just been so busy that I haven't really thought of it. But today I went purposely to find like comfort, yeah. like a, something was somewhat of a heel, but a comfort heel. Okay. Um, and luckily like target has some pretty <gasps> cheap and nice ones yeah, so, but it was more like okay how does this feel like i was yeah. literally walking around my studio i'm like okay this could withstand a good couple miles walking if needed yeah. so it's all comfort i'm even thinking about the weather like i have a good amount of jackets which i never yes plan for vegas yes um I'm thinking of all like the little snacks to bring and all like the hangover, like Pedialyte, like stuff that I would not even consider or think that's high on my list is literally the first thing on my list. Oh no. And then when we were like in our twenties, it was purely about survival. It was was like, like, could I get get any socks of sleep before my shift starts? (laughs) How many bottles can I fit in my carry on before someone (laughs) says something? But yeah, so Vegas when you're 30 is like a different beast. Now it's about the shows. And like and the, the food, ex- the food, and like the experiences, yeah. like not so much about just getting like blacked out and like grinding mm-hmm. on someone. Like, oh no, I, I, I don't want anyone to touch. I, I not fuck. Can we can we like agree right now? We're gonna form a trust circle yeah. on the dance floor. No one's just gonna be the three in. of us. Yeah. No one is infiltrating. Mm-hmm. Like we are dancing with each other, and that is fucking yes. Me. Dress code parkas and <laughs> snow <laughs> boots <laughs> and snow <laughs> boots. <laughs> um. <laughs> But I am. I am. And let's all have our period, so we can yeah. like bloated and disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's something that we're excited about. Yeah. So. Oh, I'm yeah. so excited. I'm like down to do like the granny shit, the the Vegas, the 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 side of Vegas that like my grandma would date. Oh yeah, like, like going touristy, gambling during the day, oh. very touristy. I like, uh, see. Here's my thing with shops. gambling. Going to the shops. Oh, go the, yes. Souvenirs. <laughs> Getting trinkets, trinkets, magnets, some magnets. Some kamikazes, some kamikazes. The cute little, those little um souvenir cups, little snow globes, and and instead of snow, it's chips that fall from the sky. Oh, Martha, this is good. No, it'll, it'll be fun. I think we have. Am I signing for a timeshare? <laughs> oh my gosh, we get a boat. <laughs> a timeshare and a boat. Um, oh yeah, we'll see how it goes. I think like, yeah. yeah, I think I'm just like I'm. I'm a little bit stressed with work and stuff. But once oh. once Thursday comes, I, I actually have it up. Release. Yeah, well, I think that's another thing. An update on me is like, um, I I officially am now salaried. So. <gasps> I don't get, yay. but yay. the only, wait, is that yay? It's a, it's a, you, okay. You overwork, so. I, I no longer get overtime, which sucks. Um, but at the same time, I have a little bit more flexibility and I have a lot more like, uh, like leverage, not leverage, okay. but I could 
work at home a little bit sometimes. Mm. And I have, I that lovely. Yeah, yeah, but I have access to everything. So like my phone is now connected to my emails. I have like a Google account where I have like a, a separate number so clients can call me. Okay. So that kind of sucks because I'm super addicted to it. Like I'll constantly look at my email. So now it's like the yeah. event, you're not really going to have a, a day off because you're going to exactly occupied with So that. I'm purposely making sure that when we, we are in Vegas to like delete those apps. Yeah. So I'm not like on the dance floor yeah. like messaging <laughs> them like, like fuck your flowers. <laughs> you get all ballsy because you're dancing. Yeah. But – Okay, but yeah, that's really it. Yeah. Um, yay. Yeah, I'm excited. Yay. When was the last time we had a, a girls' trip, the three of us? Was it Catalina? <gasps> I think so. Catalina was one That of, was for your birthday. That was my birthday. But when? when was that? that? I think that was really long. That was like, 17? I turned, I think I turned 26 or 25. Okay. So that was a long time ago. Okay. Because I'm 75. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of the meme, or like the gif or whatever of, um, Rose as an old lady in Titanic. Yeah. And she's like, it's been 84 years. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's going to be a much needed break for the three of us. Mm-hmm. I know we all have our own like shit going on right now. And yeah. Like, oh, it's just going to be a great reset. And mm-hmm. I always have so much fun with you guys. I'm, excited. I'm hoping we can find karaoke while we're there. We'll make our own. We'll, we'll make, make our own. own. We'll yeah. just like we'll make our own. Uh, post up on the side of the street. Yeah, <laughs> and we'll make money. We'll make us. money. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, so we have that going on. Um, I don't really have any thoughts on turning thirty. Besides, um, I'm feeling flirt thirty, flirty, and thriving. Truly, yes. I'm really embodying uh, thirteen going on thirty. Yeah, like I mean. As I should. I'm turning 30. You're wearing but. Lululemons and you have pigtails. <laughs> if that's not a mix of 13 and 30, I don't know what is. <laughs> Snaps. You're so cute. Um, yeah. I, I am wearing pigtails. I don't know why. I don't know what It's cute. Is. I love it. I love it. Okay. Well, I'm not trying to hold on to any part of my youth. <laughs> That I you have a Tamagotchi. <laughs> <laughs> I start wearing butterfly clips. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I'm honestly, mm-hmm. what a time to be alive. That's my, that's my perspective right now. Like yeah. I feel. No, really. It's COVID. Feel, what a time to literally be alive. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to sound so cheesy corny when I say this, but I'm just on cloud nine every single day of my life lately. Uh-huh. And it is just a liberating feeling. Like, I don't know why I yeah. ever became like preoccupied and I know it's a real um like condition to like deal with anxiety and I still definitely struggle yeah. with it but I've had like a breakthrough recently and I feel like I'm kind of conquering this thing that mm-hmm. I've been like living with for like 25 years <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah like I'm kind of somewhat starting to get like a grasp on it mm-hmm. and it feels very like empowering and yeah. uplifting and I have a lot of hope and mm-hmm. um yeah, I just have a lot to be happy about in my life. <gasps> Yay! So I'm, I'm just gonna say, I'm going honestly, to not having any bad feelings. Yeah, like, I know people like fucking like they realize they're thirty and they start like crying on mm-hmm. a corner in Vegas or whatever. But I do, I do have to say, like, well, we won't get into it now because it's still like super early in all of our lives. But yeah. like, we had some really great moments that have happened in our lives, like the past two months, like both me and Sarah. Right. And I don't know, I feel. I'm excited, and even though I will obviously complain because I'm a self 
self-deprecating hoe, <laughs> but I am, I'm the happiest I've ever been, even though I've had still my moments of depression. Oh, so, yay! Snaps, snaps for us. So, I, I totally agree too. Like, yeah. I definitely have off days, mm-hmm. but it's, doesn't it feel like powerful to be able to say like with mm-hmm. conviction, I'm the happiest I've ever been, even though you have bad days. Yeah. Like you're starting to realize that's just part of our condition mm-hmm. as humans. Like we ebb and flow, mm-hmm. but a majority of the time we, I'm happy. Yeah. Like, everything else that has, for. that has been negative. It's either just like me in my head or stuff that's out of my control. So Absolutely. I'll take that. Kathy, I wish I could show you my journal right now because I swear to God I said like those exact words oh, really? like, in oh. my affirmations today. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, like we are powerless to everything that happens around mm-hmm. us, but guess what we are in absolute control over? Our feelings, our thoughts, our behaviors. Yes. So it's like learn to control how you react to situations, mm-hmm. not necessarily like the outcome or whatever because that's like – futile but anyway yes. i love this i love yes i love started off the episode like my back fucking hurts and i everything fucking sucks and then i'm turning around like jackal and i like but it's been the best year of my life so far <laughs> this is amazing i love when we're so like contradictory all the time <laughs> Um, we should always <laughs> look at the red flags. We love the red flags. <laughs> but I'm well, excited. Actually a deal yeah. This episode's going to be fun. Yeah. I'm excited. Is I there anything a, else to add on? a few other updates. Okay. Um, I, I was very, like, intro heavy this week. I feel like that's usually, like, our intro <laughs> last, like, half of our episode. Anyway. Um, but you love it. Um, so with – okay. Basically, I think it was on Friday. Friday was a really good, like, family day for me. Mm-hmm. Because I heard from my mom, my dad, and my brother all in the same day. Yes. That sounds really sad. But no, it's like we're super close. But yeah. like to hear from all of them and like have more in-depth conversations yeah. from each one of them in one day. I'm like, oh, this this was like a solid family day. Yeah. You know? So, but I have a funny story. It's kind of sad. So my brother, um, he is so busy with mm-hmm. work that like – he is a hard man to get a hold of. Oh, like, okay. Um, he is a hard man. <laughs> you just made that. Oh, I do. Sorry. Okay, scratch addendum to. Okay, go on. <laughs> now we're going to have to put a damn disclaimer yeah. in our fucking <laughs> introduction. Um, but anyway, he works like 50 hours a week, like graveyard shifts, like insane hours. Oh, um, and he is tough to get a hold of mm-hmm. sometimes. And like, he doesn't have time to like ever like hang out. I feel so bad. Yeah. But anyway, he hit me up on Friday and he was like, hey, do you want to grab dinner next week? And I was like, oh, my God, I need to capitalize on this moment. Like, fucking yes, I will clear my entire schedule. (laughs) Um, Because basically, like, you have to be ready at any given moment because he might be ready. (laughs) And you have to jump on it or else he's going to be too busy. Yeah. So I was, like, so fucking excited. I I felt so good. Like, my brother wants to hang out with me. Like, he loves me. Like, all of these feel-good feels. And then um, I just said feel, like, pretty much three times in a row. (laughs) Anyway. So... Basically, um, I looked at the calendar to like lock it in mm-hmm. and I saw that the day that he was referring to was the day after my birthday. And then it hit oh. me like, oh fuck, he's only hitting me up because it's my birthday. <laughs> That's still really sweet though. No, no, he's it's making sweet. time for that. No, no, no. I, yeah. I joke. Yeah. Like, you know, I know he's like busy or whatever, but I thought that was pretty funny. That realization I had yeah. like, oh fuck. It's not a I'm not I I'm I'm not actually someone like everyone wants to hang out with. Um, so then 
that same night, I had like a really good conversation with my mom. I talked with her on the phone for like an hour. And in the span of this, this like hour period, right? Yeah. She brought up like two or three different times, like, oh, we need to get your Christmas decorations taken down. Like, I'll bring the boxes over. We'll do it together. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I think I might want to wait though, blah, blah, blah. And then when I told like, later on in the conversation, when I told her I had so much time off work, she was like, oh, I should really come over and like just get the decorations taken down. Yeah. And I was like, mom, what is your fucking preoccupation <laughs> obsession with get, like making sure I take my Christmas decorations down? And then I started thinking about it. And I was like, does she think I'm depressed? Like, and that's why I'm cl- like, I want to cling on to the holidays. I want to keep them up for like another six yeah. months for some reason. Um, I say play with it. Like when she comes yeah. in, just blast Christmas music and just be like super all over. Like, oh, so just excited. Be, like, crying. Yeah, holding <laughs> <laughs> candy canes, just like. <laughs> um, no, I mean I, I do need to take it down. It's yeah. getting a little excessive at this point. Um, honestly, one of the main reasons I'm opting not to is because all of my furniture is new. Like I yeah. had nothing two months ago. Um, so when I take down all of my Christmas decorations and cute little throws and stuff, the space is going to look empty uh, and I'm going to feel compelled to make shop. a trip to fucking Target, HomeGoods, Ikea all in one day yeah. and just like stock up and spend thousands of dollars. Okay. Well, not, not literally, but yeah, um, I know what you mean. I just don't want to, I just don't want to feel like I need to spend money, mm-hmm. especially after the birthday trip and everything. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, that was an update. I'm not sure why I decided to share with everyone. <laughs> um, I started watching Pam and Tommy on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's Tommy and Pam. I'm not sure. It's actually really fucking good. Okay. Um, I, I do have to say, I feel like Pamela Anderson gets a bad rap. In the show? Not in this show, but just in general, she's gotten uh, a bad rap because she's like the Baywatch. Yeah. Like, she obviously See, but nowadays gorgeous. she would be normal like yeah. back then maybe it was looked down upon a little bit to be like just seen as like a sex icon but right. look at like what is happening now like like go on instagram you'll run past like five people there's like 13 school. year olds yeah. who are sex icons yeah so. Alab- what was that girl Alabama, Alabama. Alabama. Alabama Barker. yes yeah and knows that like honestly more power to her she looks gorgeous but, but like so- I did not I look like that when I was 13 at 13. It looks like she has plastic surgery. Maybe she's just that bomb at doing makeup. Yeah. I feel like it's that. Yeah. I don't know. Their parents seem But, oh, my God. Them. How these, like, TikTokers are looking at 13. Like, I definitely yeah. never. I don't even look like that now. Like, <laughs> I've never. Someday I want to look like a 13-year-old TikToker. <laughs> I know. That's gross. <laughs> um, but anyway, Pamela Anderson, she, like, actually. Uh, sorry. This sounds awful that I'm saying this. Yeah. But, like, it's because of how she's, like, idolized as the sex symbol, and that's mm-hmm. all she's ever good for. Like, it refers in the show about how she had, like, an occasion where they gave her more lines, like, a more serious narrative mm-hmm. on Baywatch. But then the day of, they took it away from her because they thought that she was more powerful when she wasn't speaking, which is, like, uh, such a fuck you yeah. to, like, the patriarchy. <laughs> um but anyway like just seeing her kind of like struggle with that and this is based on a true story so i assume like a lot of these details are Mm -hmm. like she maybe she shared them to yes exactly um but yeah like it just fucking sucks and then there's this one part where she's asked to like talk about like someone who inspires her Mm -hmm. and the monologue she gives is just like 
whoa. Like, yeah. I had, like, fucking goosebumps after. Aww. And I was like, you know what? This woman, she deserves more yeah. than what society has. But anyway. Okay, so that's my take on <laughs> It's a very good show. Seth Rogen's in it, too. Okay. Lily Allen is in it. Like, she looks unrecognizable mm-hmm. as Lily Allen. Like, I can't – or wait, Lily Allen? Yeah, Lily right. Allen, yeah. Lily Allen? Wait, no. I think it's Lily James. Lily, Lily James. James. Okay, yeah, from Mama Mia 2. Mama Mia and Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> So she looks unrecognizable as herself, mm-hmm. but she looks exactly like, like Pamela, Pamela Anderson. Anderson. Yeah. Anderson. Like I saw pictures. Doppelganger. Yeah. Um, okay. What else did I do? Um, okay. So um, I was debating whether or not to tell this story, but I feel like it's such podcast <laughs> gold. Yeah. I'm not going to get into details. I'm just going to like get to the nitty gritty. Basically, um, this week I thought Buddy ate a condom. <laughs> So, basically what happened was, at one point, there was a condom. It disappeared. Um, I came out to the living room, and there was a condom wrapper, like, torn into a million tiny shreds on the couch and over the living room rug and everywhere. And I was like, fuck, like, buddy, like, buddy got to it, Yeah. right? Um, And then I'm, like, picking up the pieces, right? And then I... I, I get the sickening realization there's no condom yeah. here. Like, where where is the condom? And I started, like, panicking. I was, like, lifting up fucking couch cushions and, like, yeah. the fucking blankets, the millions of Christmas throw pillows. I, <laughs> I have, like, looking under the couch, like, looking and, like, feeling around because, like, maybe it's, like, camouflaging itself to the rug and, and my mind is, you like, have a condom a condom looking rug <laughs> so it could blend in with the it's very other. like penile themed <laughs> yeah that's the look of her apartment right now so it's Christmas decorations and just a bunch of penises <laughs> like a fucking bachelorette party yeah that blew up and vomited everywhere um <laughs> so I'm freaking out right the, the condom is nowhere to be found. Yes. And then I'm like, fuck, he ate it. Mm-hmm. He ate the goddamn condom. And, like, so became the next, like, four four days or so. <laughs> Me, like, Googling every few hours. Because it, it would, like, pop up into my brain. Yeah. Like, what if he ate it? And what if it, like, fucks his shit up and he, like, has to get surgery or mm-hmm. something? Like, it gets stuck inside of him. And so I would, like, Google every so often over the co- course of that time, like, um how long does it take to pass a condom like yeah but then it came up with some weird like human articles and I was like I just specify like (laughs) (laughs) in dogs (laughs) um and then um yeah and you know like what what are signs of uh gastrointestinal blockages and like with a condom (laughs) with the condom (laughs) dot 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 with the condom um and so I was just like kind of obsessing over it for yeah. like a few days because I was it made me really nervous. Like Probably monitoring I was, his poop I was checking his poop. Yeah. Like I was seeing if he passed it. It said it should generally pass within like no more than seventy two hours. Today is the seventy two hour mark, right? Mm-hmm. Today meaning Sunday. Yes. So I'm. It's like in the back of my mind. Like I'm trying to have a sense of humor about it. Like he seems fine. He's mm-hmm. not acting abnormal. Um. But at the same time, like, he's also a very happy, like, gregarious dog. Yes. So I'm like, if he was really hurting or in pain, like, would he even show it, you know? Yeah. Um. So anyway, I woke up this morning. I was, like, doing something in the kitchen. Like, I needed an outlet. 
and I have like two spare outlets, but they're behind my couch. Okay. So I moved the couch and it was like the heavens shining through. Like all of a sudden I look down and I see a perfectly shaped. (laughs) It was like still all rolled up and shit. Like a perfect circle, like a halo. It was like an angel looking up at me. (laughs) And we now have it framed. And And I was like, oh my God, he must have like jerked, like thrown that shit. (laughs) That was a bad bad usage of language. Um, (laughs) But anyway, he must have just like tossed it and it like went behind the couch. So I'm like so ecstatic. I'm like just giddy as hell. Yeah. I feel like I can go into my Vegas trip without a worry in my mind. Cause I was like, Oh my God, what if he, I take him to his daycare and then he's going to like need surgery while I'm gone, yeah. but I'm not in San Diego, like, uh-huh. every scenario. But anyway, I like slow that. clap for buddy yes. for giving, good job, giving us a good scare there. For knowing that you don't eat those, you <laughs> use them. <laughs> Enjoy this episode guys. We love you so much. Okay. That was awkward. Why did I say okay? Uh, okay. So I know we touched on in the introduction what this episode theme was on. Dating and relationship deal breakers, right? Mm-hmm. But full disclosure, we want to give credit where credit is due. Yes. We kind of stole this idea from a podcast we admire mm-hmm. called um, Random Gold Podcast. Yes. And they might have even featured us on what? this episode. Us? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, so it's episode 132 of mm-hmm. the Random Gold podcast. Check it out. Um, they have an IG page too. So shout out to Drew and Marquise. You guys were a blast. But anyway, we are fully stealing their episode idea yes. here. Yes. And we were, we were guests on it. <laughs> and by guests, I use that loosely because I think they admitted that another San Diego person couldn't make it. <laughs> so so like the best. <laughs> and we came in all like, ooh. But I'm sure we... We killed it, yeah. and we would have been even better than their top choice. Yeah, so. exactly. You're welcome. <laughs> Just kidding. Thank anyway, you. Thank um, you. So, yeah, dating and relationship deal breakers. Mm-hmm. Um, first, we're going to get into it. <clears throat> there will slightly be, like, I think one or two that we mentioned that overlap with their episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, these are all, like, original we, and we're fresh, passionate or passionate about them. <laughs> I love how we both repeated that twice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Fresh and passion. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the, it. That, those are the trigger words. Yes. Um, and then we're going to discuss things that should be deal breakers, mm-hmm. but are not for us personally. Yes. I don't know if those, we'll get into it, yeah. but they could be red flags. <laughs> anyway, they could be red flags, at, like people looking at us. Exactly. Anyway. Um, Okay, I think we let's just get into it. Yeah, right? let's get into it. Let's just dive in. Let's get into it. Ah. Like what what is Doja Cat? <laughs> that song she has. She's like, get into it. Ah. That was beautiful. <laughs> you might be in the podcast with Doja Cat. Doja? You, you know what song I'm talking about, right? Well probably. I just don't know. Oh my it? god, you don't know get into it. Ah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm 30 years old now. I only care about Tupperware and my avocados right I'm sorry. I listen so. to the Bee Gees and Billy Joel now. I watch C-SPAN now, so. Okay, I, have a, I have a subscription to Discovery Plus. <laughs> and Peacock. 
<laughs> and I would like to speak to the manager. Her future. <laughs> okay, let's get into okay. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. See what I did there? You said let's get into it. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Um, all right. So number one, we have dating and relationship deal breakers. Mm-hmm. Social media activity. Ooh, that's a good one. Too much in my case, specifically too much yes. social media. I know it's hard because a lot of people do have jobs that relate to social media. You got to create boundaries. Though. I know. Yeah. I think, yeah, that one's tough because I know, because I, I, I don't want to be hypocrite. I, I love Instagram just as much as the next person. Do you get but those I, little notifications on the iPhone? No. Or like you had, had nine hours of activity. Oh, yes. I get those because I, I think I mentioned it before, but I put like a 45-minute cap on my Instagram usage. And now oh, it's yeah. just like a joke. I just yeah. like, <laughs> no. <laughs> Ignore. Or like Ignore. snooze. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what do you do? Does it snooze? It lets you either wait like 15 minutes or ignore or like, whatever for the day okay. but i need to get back into not <laughs> it's like 10 o'clock in the morning and i'm already at my 45 minute mark yeah. oh is it 45 minutes a day i put 45 minutes a day okay i don't know what you what i thought you were referring 45 minutes an hour <laughs> oh no um, um no but i totally it's so attractive if a guy doesn't have yes social media yes. or barely on it and that's yeah. why like i'm okay with okay maybe not but I'm okay if it's the texting isn't as like robust, like super crazy just yeah. because I'm like, okay, they're just not on their phone a lot, yes. but it yes. has to be the same correlation. Like you can't not text me and I know you're on your phone a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause that, that has kind of like, um, been a real downer for me in the past when like I've tr- attempted to communicate with someone over text or like phone call or whatever, mm-hmm. but you also follow each other on social media and they have the feature where it like shows when they're online. Yeah. And it's not even like you're trying to be a stalker, but sometimes you just can observe like, Oh, mm-hmm. this person has a green circle. Yeah. Like, like another Joe this. Rogan podcast, like <laughs> a post or whatever. You know, like you observe that shit. Yeah. And it doesn't like, okay. I personally don't feel like I have to respond to every text immediately. Like sometimes I feel like I deserve a mental break mm-hmm. and like just do something passive such as scroll on social media. Yeah. So I really try not to put much, too much weight into it. Um, but it does irk me. It like grinds my gears a little yeah. bit, you know, when I, when I experience that. But super refreshing when you're talking to someone who either doesn't have social media mm-hmm. or they like, limit it in some capacity yeah. or they have like very clear like boundaries and expectations mm-hmm. around that kind of stuff like um yeah it's like a breath of fresh air because it almost Ooh. says to me like he's choosing he or she is choosing to like experience life in other yeah. ways like not filtered through a screen exactly and that's a track another thing that okay this is kind of gearing towards what we're going to talk about later what's um what should be maybe a deal breaker, but is it? Yeah. I like it when a guy doesn't know, like his pictures suck. Like, <laughs> I, like they're, they're never of himself. Kind of they're kind yeah. of blurry. Yeah. And they're all, the captions are super like, went to the grocery store. Like it's just not really like super cool. Maybe that's the aesthetic he was going for. Though. I know, but I, I just, I find that cute. Like yeah. they, they don't know social yeah. media. Yeah. Yeah. I want to date an 80 year old stuck in a 30 year old's body. Um, but no, that's social media. <laughs> I've just thought of something. Maybe my hope is like sometimes maybe if he doesn't know how to social media, 
he like won't even know what to do when someone like slides into his DMs. It'll just yeah. be like, what's this? Like, <laughs> I don't know how to respond. That's like my mom with um, like any type of ad, an internet ad that she yeah. sees like on the side of like the Yahoo homepage. Yeah. She'll immediately think that it's specifically just for her and it's out to get her. That she'll call and be like, you need to be careful going on that website. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> she only trusts stuff on like so YouTube. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, that's very, that's, I know that's really oh. bad, but um, I don't know. That's kind of endearing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this doesn't really relate to the whole, like, I mean, it kind of relates to social media activity, but basically mm-hmm. like, don't be a fucking creep too. Yes. Exactly. Um, okay. So I'm going to talk about something that happened mm-hmm. the other day and I know fully well, like before I even tell the story, I'm just going to preface it. I know it might sound a little dramatic, mm-hmm. but it like really affected me for some reason. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm not sure why. So this was like many days ago. Now this, um, person like requested to follow me mm-hmm. on Instagram. And what makes it weird is that they actually followed me too. They requested Kathy. We've yeah. never met this person, but they know a mutual friend of ours. Yes. So he just added everyone on basically her like girl list. Yeah. Which is already should have been a red flag, but mm-hmm. Because we we discovered in that same day, like, oh, that's weird. He requested both of us. Yeah, and he wasn't even super close to our mutual friend. So that's where it's, like, weird. But here's the thing. Like, my um, social media is on private. Mm -hmm. So I have to, like, confirm or approve or whatever it Mm -hmm. is someone's follow. Um, And, like, I went to his page and I saw that he was following you guys. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how I determine, like, whether someone – is like passes the vibe check if my other friends follow them Mm -hmm. or vice versa so i was like oh he must know kathy and ashley so i was thinking like is he from high school and i don't recognize him yeah so i was just like okay i'm just gonna confirm it or whatever not a big deal but then he proceeded to like comments on like a few different stories that i posted and almost as if he like knew me like i posted something about hiking and then he was like, let's go on a hike together sometime. But Ew. I have no clue who this person is. I just saw it and like mm-hmm. didn't respond because that's fucking yeah. weird. And then a few minutes later, he was like, oh, I thought you were my other friend, Sarah. Like, I wouldn't, ask, I wouldn't ask a random stranger to go hiking with me, LOL or whatever. And again, I like didn't even respond because then I thought like, yeah. How like how could you like do we look alike too? Like, <laughs> like that's just an that's so. Place. I would love to meet her because that's pretty crazy. Yeah. And I just don't like backpedaling. Like yeah, whatever. So then I just disregarded it. And the very next day, so this mm-hmm. was on Friday. Um, I like got a, another DM from him, and this time it was like a meme from SpongeBob. And yeah, it was saying something about like pineapple, and then he was like let me bend over and taste you. Ew. And immediately I was like, what the fuck? Like report block. Yeah. But it just like kind of rattled me that some men think that they just have a right to like mm-hmm. say whatever the fuck. I honestly, do. I learned this in psychology, but I feel like some people just want a response and they get off on that response. So maybe he honestly, maybe he does want like to have a response that's like negative. So him, you not talking to him and now he's going to that, like that sexual those sexual advances like he just wants the satisfaction he wants the satisfaction yes i feel like if you were to text him like ew that's disgusting no i think he would take that and like i don't know i just feel like I, people are very interesting 
And I think that could possibly be it too. Because he actually was DMing me too. Not oh as crazy as um, Sarah's. Mine were more just reacting to every single story. And then I didn't, honestly, didn't really think too much of it. And then after he got a little too crazy with you, I, again, I never responded, but then I just like unfollowed and then made sure that he unfollowed me. Right. But yeah. And his loss, because we post funny content. His loss. I wonder if his thought was just like shooting his shot. I don't know. I, I want to see his DMs though. I want to see like how many women he's doing this to. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's. Billion. And like, I, I creeped a little on his thing too, on his Instagram. And he's not a bad looking guy. Like you, you could be fine, sir. Just, <laughs> I just stop. Whatever your game is, just stop. I don't, I don't get it. But oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, it was like it like disturbed me like to my core for some reason, mm-hmm. and I couldn't stop thinking about it the entire rest of the day. I had yeah. like a personal training session later that night. And I, like, usually I'm, like, ready to fucking go. Like, I'm yeah. telling her, like, push me harder. Like, fucking hit me. <laughs> 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 no, but, like, I'm, like, I'm usually so gung-ho during our sessions. Yeah. Like, I want to be pushed to the absolute max. But tonight I went there and I was, like, I don't know why, but I'm just not feeling it tonight. Yeah. Like, I just feel icky and I told her what happened and I was, like, I kind of just want to take it easy today. Yeah. Like, I know that sounded, like, to- probably total bullshit to her, but it was out of character for me. Yeah. For sure. Um, but yeah, I just felt like kind of like disgusting about it. And, you know, it just, it really, um, is like disappointing Mm -hmm. because, you know, you want to think that men, and I think most men do respect women, but like, it's like, who hurt you? Like what happened to him to like lead him to think that this kind of behavior is acceptable? Mm -hmm. Um, because there's other ways to DM too. You can say like, "Hey, just be completely honest." If someone, obviously, maybe I, I, I may or may not respond. But if you were just to be like, "Hey, I ran across your page and you're nice looking," <laughs> like, I don't know. Just like you don't have to just go a hundred percent. Yeah, you don't yeah. have to. I don't know. Yeah, well. but anyway, it just um. It, like, left me feeling, like, just really disappointed. And I know we have male listeners. Mm-hmm. So the only the only thing I'll say, and I know we brought this up, I think, with Daniel Sloss. Uh-huh. One time, um, the comedian, he did, like, a bit on this. But, yeah. Like, dudes have a responsibility mm-hmm. to, like, have those kind of conversations with their other yeah. friends. You know, mm-hmm. and, like, stop the perpetuation of, like, the um, sexualizing of women and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Just, like, viewing them as, like an object to fuck yeah <laughs> pretty much um but yeah like just get the get the right conversations going mm-hmm. let's fucking end the, the weaponization <laughs> of words and assaults on women it's about damn time yeah <laughs> just um, post your food pics yeah and we'll, and we'll call it <laughs> yeah so next on deal breaker list we have um, oh, okay. This was just a random one that I thought of. Mm-hmm. Let me know your thoughts. So I'm going to give you a scenario here. Yes. Right? Some of these are going to be more scenario based. Mm-hmm. Um, you're dating someone. Mm-hmm. Let's say you're a cool month in, yes. right? You're getting to know each other on a deeper level. It's mm-hmm. exciting. It's passionate. You're really feeling each other. Yes. You start to think, what if? Mm-hmm. There's possibilities all of a sudden. Yes. And 
then he discloses to you mm-hmm. that he has this hobby. Well, maybe it's a little bit more than a hobby. Maybe, maybe it's kind of an obsession. Yes. Um, with what's called the furry community. Okay. Which is dressing up in full mascot garb, mm-hmm. head to toe. Mm-hmm. Like you're always a, a animal character of some sort. Yes. And you go to conventions and you have like hangouts uh-huh. and you're in like fucking um, contests and shit and there's money involved. And, yes. Like this is, this is a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. What would be your reaction? Is it, is furries, like, is it sexual too? Or is it just love in love with being a mascot? It could be sexual. It could be. It could be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I probably wouldn't want to f- fuck you in a mascot, <laughs> but if you're just a, a really, like, what if you're a big sports person and you freaking love like the Padres fryer (laughs) and you just love wearing it it's like it gets gives you so much joy then sure I would have to just really love you for a lot of these honestly there's a lot of scenarios where I just really have to love you did you just admit that if you really love someone you could see past the deal breakers I could see past like that because are you hurting someone I don't know as long as I don't know violence if I don't have to like participate, thing, if I don't have to participate in this, yeah, as frequently or as much, yeah, um, then yeah, I okay. think I might be down. So if I'm in just, love, like yeah, again, like I said, if I'm in love you with you, be in love with him. yeah. So you can live your separate lives, have mm-hmm. your like different hobbies, interests. He has a separate closet with just, just furries. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, again, because I've been hearing furries more, and yeah. I'm kind of confused, but. Okay. I guess it's good to just not know. Sometimes. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's very true. Um, yeah. Apparently it's like a whole movement. Yeah. Yeah. But um, okay. Um, I agree. Actually, mm-hmm. I could date someone who has, a, who's a furry. Yeah. Um, That's like, okay. That kind of goes with. But I might draw the line with like it becoming like a sexual thing. If I had to deal with a furry and again, I, I've never been in this scenario. I don't plan on being in this scenario. <laughs> but if I had a deal between like a furry or like a hardcore Disney adult, I think I would choose the furry. <laughs> oh, what? Because I just feel like a Disney adult seems a lot more expensive of a hobby. Oh, that's the only reason why. And I don't like Disney as much. <laughs> you hate Disney that much. I don't hate it, hate it. I just like, I'd rather not them be super into Disney. Okay. Yeah, like if we were going to have like, if he's having his bachelor party at Disneyland, I would fucking use You're my like, I'm, I'm leaving like, that's actually <laughs> That's actually fine. I don't want to be with you. Well, I don't, okay. I don't want to be with someone who's like Disney obsessed. Yeah. Or like feels like they have to buy like every piece of paraphernalia yeah. Disney related. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but that sounds so weird. Oh, like, oh, they're coming <laughs> out with Disney pipes now. We're selling Mickey's. And I call it Mickey's with my ecstasy. Oh, God. You know, like 27 dresses where like she's like, definitely going to have a disclaimer. 
she hides all her bridesmaid dresses. Yeah. She pushes her closet yes. to make clothes. Yeah. It's like that, but just all Disney shit. And yeah. like you open it up and you're just like bombarded with a bunch of like, I don't know, Lilo and Stitches. Oh <laughs> What's that would be that would be akin to like finding like someone's like serial killer stash. <laughs> like the fucking knife and like the wig and the like the disguise. <laughs> um Okay, so, yeah, I, I don't think I could date someone who is just, at, like, super into it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm with you there. But I think it could be fun mm-hmm. as an adult to, like, go to Disney occasionally throughout yeah. the year. Like, I would say maybe once per quarter, max. Okay. Maybe even once a year would be enough. But uh-huh. to go to Disney and, like, just truly, like, be our little kid selves, right? Mm-hmm. But do it, like, fucking adult. Like we gotta bring out hammered. We gotta bring a handle and like finish it in the parking lot <laughs> before we walk into the park, um, and just get wild with it. Yeah, and like see where the day takes us, and fucking just eat all day long, just like mm-hmm. food to the face. The ev- I do have to say the Avengers Cafe looks fun. Yeah, just like the food looks the food fun. Court. The food court looks fun. <laughs> 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 it does like all this uh, isn't it supposed to look like scientific or whatever i have no idea i haven't been since okay i haven't but like the pictures are apparently my algorithm thinks i love disney because i see all of that shit your algorithm really wants to sell yeah. you on the whole disney idea uh, um but okay that's a yeah. good one um i think yeah. i we met i mentioned this on the podcast that we were on but Tipping is a big thing for me, like how you treat service staff. Yeah. That's a big deal breaker. Like if we go out to a restaurant and you're rude as fuck to anyone in the service, yeah, I my guard is up completely. Yeah. yeah, um, I think you should. I get it. I think they mentioned it on the other episode, but I get it that they're not paid well, and it should be the corporations like duty to pay their staff more but let's be honest it's not gonna happen so if if my couple of dollars is gonna help i'm gonna do it because it's i'm sorry it's hard work is hard yeah times are tough and because let's just do it we've been in that position before we can Mm -hmm. empathize and like perspective take a little bit like that shit is not easy yeah working in the service industry or like Mm -hmm. the hospitality industry and you're still in it yeah like it can be so grueling sometimes Mm -hmm. because people just like sometimes think that you're like beneath them for whatever reason yeah. and that they they are just entitled as fuck and mm-hmm. um it, it can be very mentally taxing yeah. <laughs> and I, I'll say just because like I've been back of the house or like back in the scenes and I see everything yeah almost every single I would say like 95 or even like 100 I'll just say 100% of the people in hospitality yeah. they have a story just like everyone else that yeah. will make you feel like okay I need to be nicer exactly so yeah. Everyone, what's that quote? Like, everyone is fighting a secret battle or an invisible battle that yeah. you know nothing about. So it's just mm-hmm. best to just treat everyone with kindness mm-hmm. and like assume, yeah, um, positive things. Um, but yeah, tip. I couldn't agree more. Like, tip even if better. I do takeout, I always tip. Yeah. Even if it's like, not- oh, I don't. Okay, I'll, I don't tip as well when I take out. Sometimes, well. or yeah. sometimes I don't if I'm just picking it up. Yeah. Um, if, if like the person bringing me up is like super, super nice, sometimes I'll give something. But yeah. Yeah. Um, sure. yeah. No, I think I it's definitely not as much, mm-hmm. but I pretty much always tip takeout, like mm-hmm. minimum 10, 15%. Yeah. Um, and same thing with a, going to the bar. 
Yeah. Like I know I've gone better because that's where I used to tip too much, and I, I was like, "Oh, Kathy, I don't have, I don't make that much." But <laughs> like, I, I know, jeez, <laughs> I've started this thing where if I'm getting a drink, I'll tip one dollar per drink I get, and if I have some type of conversation or yeah. I feel like it's good, that's when I'll yeah. do like my normal tipping. Gotcha. But if I feel like they just like make my drink and give it to me, and it's yeah. not super busy, then I'll just do like a one dollar per drink thing. Okay. Gotcha. So. I love how we're getting into like the science. I know. Our tipping. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a must for mm-hmm. me. Not just the tipping, but treating yes. the staff. And in with general. Respect. And it doesn't yeah. even have to be like a restaurant. It could be like we're at a Costco. Yeah. And someone's ringing us up and yeah. just be nice. Yeah. So I honestly feel like I really try to be even nicer to mm-hmm. those, those people than like the, the my family and friends sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I really try to make a conscious effort. Um, but anyway. Okay. So that's a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. We, we need to have it. We need to see it. Okay. This was a very specific one shared within our group text. Yes. <laughs> um, hold on. I want to read the text verbatim because ju- it was just magic. Anyway, you'll see. Um, okay. So the question was posed to us. Um would it be a red flag for you guys if you found out your significant other or person you were dating pulled their pants all the way down to their ankles whenever they went pee, like in public restrooms and at home? Mm-hmm. Go. <laughs> I mean, I find it weird. Yeah. But same thing. I think I just really have to love them. <laughs> I'm the same way. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's not a super deal breaker, but it's like I would ask why. Yeah. Maybe they have a comfort in – feeling free yeah. when they pee this reminds me of our last episode with the poop girl oh. <laughs> if i unconditionally love them as long as it doesn't hurt anybody i i will indulge in the and yeah i will indulge them in whatever like kind of like i can sick. see how it's weird though it's weird yeah. yeah yeah um but we're all weird okay so <laughs> that, was, that was like a positive spin if i <laughs> just a little yeah. weird well that's like me with astral is it astrology yeah i i don't like it that is a little on my uh, i'm not really into that when someone allows their all their actions be determined by their astrological logical sign, sign or yeah. whatever like if they go somewhere and they're not feeling great like oh, i'm so sorry it's the capricorn in me yeah and yeah. I, mean, I i mean i do say those things but as a joke yeah um so I hope it comes off that way. It does. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I don't believe. Yeah. I hope, yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> now I'm like, or like you wouldn't date someone because of their sign. Right. I think that's a big thing. Where I'm like, okay, let's. Right. No. I'm not gonna lie though. Okay. No, I'm not gonna say this. Never. <laughs> say it. Um, well, this hasn't happened. Well, this has happened to me. Mm. But like, I would like. I would talk to someone, right? And then mm-hmm. I would tell my friends about like some of the red flags, I guess. And then they would be like, What's his sign, Sarah? And I would tell them, and they were like, Oh, hell, you gotta stay away from those. Like, you gotta, like, <laughs> I've never met a blank that's been like good news. Like, yeah. it will just justify every single dude that they've met who is identified <laughs> with that sign. And yeah. they'll be like, See, not a one, not a single one. <laughs> and they'll use that as like, Some things are like coincidences, but I feel like a lot of it, a lot of people have the same, a lot of people are just shit. Yeah. (laughs) I I think more often than not, which is why when you find someone that feels special, like it's so, it's like such a different feeling Yeah, because 
like you're used to shit, the stepping in shit. Every yeah. Day. So then when you go a day with clean shoes. <laughs> oh, that was so deep. Was that deep? <laughs> put that on a when shirt. you go a day with clean shoes, you know, you're the right one. You know, it, Shave makes, kids. it makes a person really grateful is all yes. I'm saying. So um, I will say there's the, the silver lining and like going through some shit is I, I feel like I'm appreciative mm-hmm. of like, Oh yeah. So anyway, um, I don't how that connects to what like urinating with the pants. <laughs> I'm not sure, but anyway, the question was: Could would it be a deal breaker to date someone or be in a relationship with someone and find out that they need to urinate with their pants down, like mm-hmm. all the way past the ankles <laughs> in both public and or private private places? Okay. Um, I would have to say public. Private, I could compromise on. <laughs> Public is a little gross, just because like you're you're in an area where like hundreds of other people have like stepped in. And, yeah, like, it's just gross. It's unhygienic mm-hmm. to like drag your pants on the floor and then like wear them over your body. Yeah, I just that's well, that's, a little well, that's kind of like me with like if wearing um shoes on the carpet, yeah, like at home, like that's kind of gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hard, like hardwood flooring is one thing. A little thing, fine. Because, I mean, you can wipe that it. Shit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Swiffer that shit right up. Yeah. Speaking of, our next sponsor is, <laughs> is the Swiffer and the ShamWow. Is the Swiffer <laughs> White Jet. <laughs> Let's see if I can come up with like a drunk uh, infomercial. If I can. Anyway. Are your floors <laughs> dirty? Like, no, no, not even. I'm swinging. I'm swinging. <laughs> oh my God. Um. But yeah, no, yeah, that shoes on carpet makes shoes me feel on, yeah, of, yeah. Okay, well, let's go on this. Like, is there anything weird? Little habits are a little turn offy. Cheating. <laughs> <laughs> little habits. You know, cheating. Just, like, the little weird things like that. <laughs> Silly. Oh, okay. Ooh, I have a one. Um, I feel. Oh, like, I, I have a one. When when you're um uh, when you're first. When you're on the apps and they're immediately talking about negative stuff or like they're immediately saying like, don't, don't message me if you don't, if you're not fluent in sarcasm, don't message me if you aren't, if you take life too seriously, like immediately that should be a sign that they're taking life too seriously. Can I say one too? That's a real life example. Uh I know the difference between your and your, and he spells it both ways. And I'm like, and oh, like, how original! Did you fucking Google like top, yeah. like top prompt answers in that? <laughs> it's like, oh, you know, basic grammar. You're so freaking cool. Um, yeah, that was kind of a red flag because it's already. I'm like, oh, you're already telling what you don't want. Yeah. Like I, what else don't you want? So I think that's a big thing. Also, if a guy's already being very like, um, you you can trust me. Like if I'm with, if I'm out, I'll. I'll never like talk to anyone. I'm like, yeah, that's like the basic rules of a relationship. Like, unless we're an you want to fucking gold medal? Yeah. <laughs> unless we're an open relationship, yeah. I, I, do you want? Yeah, do you want a gold star for not cheating on me? Like, that's like the basis of a relationship. And to me, that I'm, I'm, I'm like automatically like. Are you are you a fucking cheater? Like yeah, when you say immediately, like, like that. you're you're implanting a seed in my yeah. mind that I could never like weed out. If the trust <laughs> is there, it's implicit. Like you yeah. don't have to um you shouldn't have to like sell sell yourself or yeah. whatever, you know. Um 
when when you guys mutually trust each other, mm-hmm. you know it, you feel it. And so. actions are very big. I feel like. Okay. Next up, we have. Um, also, to be clear on the urinate one, I'd be I'd be okay with it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> if I really, if they were the one, then sure, okay, it's fine. <laughs> um, I can make concessions. Hey, if you're not like, if you speak my love language or. If you are like a communicative, healthy person, mm-hmm. and there aren't any like other major red flags, then you're down. Then yeah, yeah it's fine. Um, <laughs> so this next one, I have a hot take on this. Mm-hmm. Someone sent. Oh yeah, so this is one of the D, the Instagram um, responses we got. Yeah. So someone sent in saying, "I love you too fast" is a too deal soon. breaker, and I get that because we we have heard this like if you look up like what are red flags someone that's too fast versus i love you too fast i get it especially like a couple months ago i would agree i'll just say that (laughs) but yeah okay oh okay (laughs) okay my take on this is i guess it's not that hot since you kind of have the same perception yeah but um I just feel like for the people who are lucky enough to experience this, Mm -hmm. sometimes when you know, you know. Yeah. And it doesn't mean – like I know the concern is if they say it too fast, are they love bombing Mm -hmm. or are they like manipulating you to Mm -hmm. get something out of you or take advantage? And sometimes that's And sometimes that does happen. Um, But I do believe it can be genuine, Mm -hmm. even like what society might deem as like too fast, quote, unquote. Yeah. but hey, like what what is what is someone else to tell you that you you don't, don't feel, feel your feelings? Yeah. You know, if you feel it, and like those two people are experiencing something that's like unique to mm-hmm. them, like no one that's what makes it so special. Like yeah. the world doesn't know, like only they can feel it. Mm-hmm. Just fuck it. Just yeah. Just, just fuck it. Just feel the feels. Just feel tell, tell everyone. Tell everyone in your life. Yeah, <laughs> and we're not saying that love immediately like get married the next day I wouldn't say that but I'm just saying like if you really feel that way you feel that way and I know on the other side people be like okay but let's say that you you do say I love you and the other person is lying they don't actually feel it back but aren't you the winner in a sense that you are experiencing the most in the relationship and you're loving every moment of it and you're experiencing that and the other person isn't I don't know I just feel like I need to think of something more positive um so I but I, I don't know. I, my mind has changed on this a lot. <laughs> I okay. I have a piece of wisdom to share. That sounds so asshole. Yeah, no, it wasn't my wisdom. <laughs> I received it from another person. But our friend Ashley, she told me this one time. Yes. Um, she asked her sister the question. Mm-hmm. I think I think um, when she was like dating her first boyfriend, mm-hmm. who eventually became her husband. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she asked her sister the question. How do you know when you love someone? Mm-hmm. And her sister had a response that like has stuck with me to mm-hmm. this day. And she says, when you can say it without expecting or being hurt by not hearing it. Yeah. Back, or without expecting to hear it back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought like, wow, that's so deep. Cause truly that is unconditional. Yeah. Like when you just feel like you have to say it, like you have to just get it off your chest knowing mm-hmm. it's a possibility that they may not reciprocate yeah and like sitting with those feelings but still like embracing it and mm-hmm. that there's a beauty in that mm-hmm. so I've I've tried to think about that every time since you know 
And yeah. it's something I like reflect on ever since Ashley told me. So mm-hmm. oh, it's like I a love deep that. sentiment. Yeah. And I do think love comes with other factors too. Like a genuinely like healthy love comes with a bunch of trust and all of that. Like the fact that I can sit here and be like, I, if my person walked, like was, I don't know, backstage at a Victoria's Secret model, um, I don't know, show. And I feel secure enough to be like, hey, cool. Like, I hope you get free panties or something like that <laughs> for me. I don't know. Like, like the fact that I can say when that. you feel so secure. Yeah, yeah, I feel so freaking secure that you can hang out with one of your friends that are a girl. Like, I don't know. <laughs> or a Victoria's Secret yeah, model. Yeah, or a Victoria's yeah. Secret model. <laughs> and just know that they wouldn't do shit yeah. to, like, fuck, mm-hmm. fuck up. I feel like that's yeah. a nice, healthy love. See, I feel like that's a testament to also the connection that you guys share mm-hmm. because – like when you feel that secure and confident in the connection, like yeah. this is different. This is like rare. Mm-hmm. This is special. Like no one, not just anyone can have this experience with mm-hmm. you. Like, yeah, there's like a self-esteem yeah. that you get from that, you know? So yeah. just feel the feel sometimes. Yeah. You'll know. You'll know. You'll know. You'll know. <laughs> You'll know. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. That was disgusting. I know. Um, <laughs> okay. So I just have a couple more. Okay. So this is a real life story mm-hmm. um another deal breaker when they lie about their age Ooh. was it a deal breaker to me at the time at what was that like 20 or 21 no yeah <laughs> i continued to date him for like <laughs> six months after that um but anyway so it's kind of a funny story looking back but uh-huh. basically um i like met this guy at 21 on a dating app i think it was plenty of fish uh-huh. Or like okay cupid or something and um at the time i was 21 and i remember like he put on his profile he was a few years older i think mm-hmm. he was 24 or 25 and um i didn't think to question it of course because why would someone misrepresent their yeah. age <laughs> i mean of course they misrepresent other details yeah time, but <laughs> um we were going out to the clubs together like we were mm-hmm. drinking when we were out like i just assumed that he was being honest right Mm -hmm. so there was one day when we both had a membership at la fitness and we were like going to the gym together and like he would give me his wallet and he'd be like oh can you put this in your gym bag when you put it in the locker room so he didn't have to carry it and on this one occasion this was like a month and a half or two months in i got curious not because i suspected anything Mm -hmm. like it wasn't driven by a desire to like catch him or like that i had uh you know suspicions or questions it was literally just because i was like oh i want to see his dumb little face on his id picture like it was something really benign yeah um so i open it up and i see two ids one is in new york like obvious fucking fake id that says he's 24 yeah and then there's a california id with a stupid fucking little vertical (laughs) vertical vertical with the fucking permit picture he had like braces like super fucking young um (laughs) And it said that he wasn't even 21 yet. Ugh. Like, I think it said he was 19. 2001. <laughs> Ugh. And I just, like, got sick to my stomach. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, I'm robbing the fucking cradle. Like, yeah. I'm dating someone. He, was, he, he wasn't a minor, but, yeah. you know. He was, like, a year younger. A year or two younger. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then I just got, like, immediately, like, ill. <laughs> yeah. And um, confronted him, mm-hmm. like, I fucking like fast walked out of that locker room. Yeah. Um, and I was like, what the 
what the fuck is this? Yeah. And the immediate look of dread on his face. Like mm-hmm. he got like fucking caught up, like all color drained mm-hmm. from him. And he was like, I can explain. And I was like, no, I'm fucking done. Like, the, how, like, how can you lie to me about yeah. something like your age? And he like followed me outside and somehow convinced me into, I mean, no, he didn't convince me. I was just dumb, mm-hmm. young and dumb at the time. But um, yeah, basically that relationship continued a little bit longer and um i didn't see it for the glaring red flag that it should have been mm-hmm. obviously he's, if he's gonna lie about something as important as that he's capable of lying about other important things yes. as well exactly. and oh my god but he just threw that at your face but he just <laughs> launched a toy in <laughs> kathy's face at like high speed <laughs> Um, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Like he ended up cheating on me. Um, and he was on like a thousand different apps, like messaging women actively, mm-hmm. like sexting with this one girl. And yeah, small yeah. little lies can add up. That was like my ex. Too. Yeah. Like he would all, it, it was weird because I knew when he was interested in someone, not because he told me, but he would talk about that girl too much in a negative way. That was my red flag. Like, like he okay, was. Okay, I'm sorry. That that is a deal breaker. Yeah, but he there was shit, just shit talking your ex. To yeah, him. but his his was like I think he so he was an executive chef and then he had a bunch of servers. Yeah, and there was this one server in particular that he constantly, constantly talked about like in a negative way. Like she was like, oh, and then she came in and she had attitude, and I was like, not in my kitchen. Yeah. Like just shit like that, and then he constantly said it. To the point where I'm like, why are we talking about this girl too much? Like, right. why is she keep why does she keep coming up? And right. lo and behold, Uh-oh. when I went on his like phone, it just happened to open up. And I just happened to look at his DMs. Okay. Um, but there was like a bunch of nudes just getting passed back and forth, and I was just like and me being the dumbass. Right yeah, like, ugh, yeah, you go through shit. Yeah, you do. <laughs> and you let you let a couple of dumb things pass, and then it just solidifies and like hardens, and you're like, this never is gonna happen in my life again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I th- I have a theory. So when you're young, I don't I like I couldn't fucking tell you um, what part of your brain controls like mm-hmm. your decision making or like impulses or whatever Mm -hmm. but whatever part of your brain that is let's say it's like the frontal something cortex i don't know frontal truth telling you feel free to skip like 20 seconds ahead you don't want to hear me like (laughs) butcher the science behind this um when you're young and you haven't had like certain experiences in life Mm -hmm. like that part of your brain hasn't fully formed yeah so you're gonna make poor ass decisions oh yeah and you have to make mistakes in order to learn and like grow and experience. So they, they like, even though, um, and some people win do, the lotto though. Some people like find their one person immediately and yeah, they're exactly. fine. But right. for the most part, for the mo- most of society. <laughs> yes. Um, no. And I mean, I think there's no shame in that. Mm-hmm. Um, we've both been through the ringer with some of our, and I think we can both tend to be like kind of self-deprecating yeah. about the humor, like making fun of ourselves and shit. Mm-hmm. And it, sometimes it is embarrassing to talk about all of my failed experiences because yeah. there's far too many of them. Uh-huh. But um, I've learned, I've learned through every yeah. single one of those. And 
it's made me who I am today. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm proud of that. So yeah. I, I have to almost like look back at those experiences and be thankful that I went mm-hmm. through it or like, you know, maybe I was like stupid in that era mm-hmm. of my life. <laughs> and I think that makes me gravitate or want someone that has experienced like some pain, shit. Yes. some shit, just because There's I don't want like some cookie cutter person yeah. um, that like that doesn't value love as much as I do. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's deep. Snaps. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then um, one thing I want to say oh. now, on that note, so mm-hmm. this is a good transition from what we were just saying. Um, because of the shit that I've been through and I've endured like thousands of red flags in the course of like a short period of time. Yeah. Um, but like ch- chose to just like look past them. Mm-hmm. Like I was blinded, you know. Yeah. And stayed in situations far longer than I should have mm-hmm. and deserve and stuff. Um, I will say now at like 29, almost 30, mm-hmm. um, and you know, dating and stuff. Um, at the first sign of a red flag, I am truly out mm-hmm. because first of all, I don't have time, I don't have the damn time. Yeah. <laughs> like um, <laughs> my clock is fucking ticking. <laughs> like I don't I could like in twenty at twenty one I could justify some of those decisions because yeah. I was like, uh, what's another year or two? <laughs> like yeah. I'm only twenty one. When know? I drove here, there's a song because like I I I know there's shit going on, but I am a Kanye West fan. I love his songs. <laughs> yeah. I love his music. Um, and Bound Two came on, and there's a line on the song that's like, "Rock forever, twenty one, but just turned thirty. And I constantly think about that now, and <laughs> I'm just like. Sense. And it makes me, like, I do. I feel like I'm still really young. Yeah. Sometimes I do feel like, yeah, I can stay up and do all that shit. But you're like, then I go for a walk. And then I'm like, ooh, that's good enough. <laughs> I'm no. looking at heels with memory souls. Yeah. Like, that's, I'm getting older. <laughs> I'm at a point in my life where I'm simultaneously experiencing like how young and thriving and youthful I feel uh-huh. while also being confronted on a daily basis, like how fucking old I'm getting. Yeah. Like it's happening like at the same time mm-hmm. and it's a really bizarre like phenomenon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, tr- I mean it tr- truly mm-hmm. like first sign of a red flag. I'm out. Like I'm no longer going to be entertaining relationships mm-hmm. where there's like red flags and I should use that as like, okay, this is my sign to walk away. Yeah. But I choose to ignore it and inevitably other red flags yeah always follow like Mm -hmm. it's just almost a guarantee and it's also like yes weed out the red flags but also just like look at the green ones too i mean sometimes i'm trying not to go into um scenarios like obviously i'm in a relationship now but like i when i was weeding out like the dates and all of that there were moments i'm like okay what are their good qualities too because right now i'm entering this date in a really negative mindset right but yeah, I think I'm contradicting exactly what we just said. <laughs> no, stick I to the red flags. For usual. Stick to the red flags. They're bad. Don't listen to what I just said the past but also, 15 seconds. No, no, no. <laughs> to your point, I think it's important to discern yes. what really is a red flag. Exactly. And that is a great transition oh, oh, oh. things that should be deal breakers but aren't to yes. you. Yes. Let's um, dive in. <laughs> these ones are a lot more fun. <laughs> we only have a few of them. But, okay, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's because all the other ones are really serious <laughs> and you should not do them. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
again, things that should be deal breakers, but aren't at least to us. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first one I have are a lot of pictures with mom, okay. whether that's on social that. media um, or like, you know, this happened with a past relationship where like part of the draw mm-hmm. was um, he had like two or three pictures or maybe it was just like two of him and his mom. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, that's that's someone who's like, oh, shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Mike down. Um, <laughs> buddy playing a little too rough. Um, but I, I thought, like, that's a positive sign. Like, mm-hmm. that's a man who's, like, comfortable in his masculinity. Yeah. Like, can, but no, not, looking back on that particular situation, I feel like it was just manipulation. <laughs> um, <laughs> but in um, the moment. <laughs> <laughs> but... I do think it's endearing when a man has a really amazing relationship with his mom. Yeah, I love that. Um, as long as he realizes <laughs> that I'm number one. Number one queen. Just kidding. No, no, no. There's yeah. a place for both of us on an equal pedestal, mm-hmm. but just a balance, right? Yeah. Like as long as you. I, like, I don't want him to be complaining. Like, mom, Kathy did. Like, I don't want that. Yeah, right. But right. I want. I love the idea of them having a good relationship where let's say some good news happens immediately. They do want to call like their mom and me and like, just, I like that a lot. And ideally, maybe this is like a a too idealistic, but I'd like to, I'd like to have a really close relationship with Mm -hmm. my significant other's mom. Mom. Yeah. Or like family, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Cause yeah, that's like, that's like, a connection that's mm-hmm. a way to connect yeah sense. like by bonding and it shows like, like they're family people yeah 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 so so um but yeah i don't think you know i don't see pictures of a dude and his mom and think like oh mama's boy like that's mm-hmm. trouble like or are like my boy that's my boy i'm already <laughs> yeah um but yeah that was just a random one yeah i think i, sh- I, think I also shared that on rambled but I know um, one that I shared on their podcast was guys that aren't the best at dressing, <laughs> at yes. dressing up. Like I do, I don't like. A, I'm not really attracted to a guy that cares too much on how they look like. Yeah, because I've kind of like I have moments where I do put in the extra time where I'll put on my makeup, I'll do my hair, but most cases I'm just like putting mascara on and calling it a day. Yeah, so I think. I like the idea of a guy not be getting ready faster than me. Like he's already ready to leave versus he has to match his shoes with his shirt. You know, he has to get the newest Michael Jordans. He needs to do (laughs) all of that or Jordans. What, I don't know. What do they call them? (laughs) 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 I actually don't. I'm pretty sure it's just Jordans. It's Jordans. Okay. I'm I'm 30 now. I don't understand the references. (laughs) Um, but yeah, that's probably one of mine. I have another one, but I'm really embarrassed. Wait, can I say one thing? Yeah, yeah, please, please. I don't even think this is bad dressing, but I love fucking dad wear. Like Tommy. (laughs) I love how I said it like it's its own, um, like it's its own style. Yeah. Um, just like active wear. Yeah. For example, dad wear. It's all about fucking dad wear. I'm talking Patagonia sweaters. I'm talking cargo shorts. I'm talking new balance. Trans- <laughs> transform into pants. I'm talking cargo shorts with the zipper. <laughs> I'm talking hats. Yes. I'm talking. I'm talking pagers. T-shirts. 
I'm talking belts with too big of buckles. I'm talking dad jokes and <laughs> puns. Hawaiian shirts worn on a special occasion type of dad looks. Um, okay, I see that. Yeah. That's cute. So I don't think I don't even I don't think that's bad like bad dressing. I like it um, when they wear those shirts that they get free at their company. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, that's like at PlayStation. And then and not only that, but they hold on to it for like twenty years. Yes. <laughs> they never get rid of it. I love it. Like, I, I ain't never getting rid of those free shirts. You wanna know why? I know they're frugal. I know they have <laughs> yes. much, they have probably they're smart with their money. Yes. They're financially savvy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. And they're just like <laughs> don't wanna just do it. I'm sobering up. Okay, I'll say it. Um, so, butt stuff. <laughs> so, I'm not the biggest fan. I think we said on Wait, it. Is this an example of a deal breaker that that wasn't a deal breaker? Was yeah, not a deal breaker. Yeah, right? it wasn't a deal breaker. So, I'm not into it personally. Like, I like my butt to only produce poop and in and like <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't want anything else to go in there. I'm good. It's not my biggest favorite thing to do. Um, however. <laughs> I was in, I had a situation where my, the person I was with wanted me to peg them. Oh. And at first I was weirded out or like, okay, that's, I'm, Wait, I've never you, done um, that. Tell our audience members who don't know what that is. Oh, I, I thought you were going to be like, can you tell the audience members who that is? Um, <laughs> it's when you basically, so I wasn't wearing the strap on dick. Um, but, <laughs> what? what if someone skips ahead? To <laughs> so I was already, but there were other. Oh, this sounds so bad. Okay, I'll I'll take out the details. Basically, no, you you, you as the female are are penetrating your partner with um a toy. Yeah. Yes. A, wait, what was the episode of um Broad City where she what was the device called? What was it? Like a, a Sinjin or uh <laughs> no? she dish, puts in a dishwasher and it fucking cracks her. It, like, it was like a five hundred dollar. I know. <laughs> um so basically I remember this night he asked for this and I was like, okay, that's kinda weird. But it was perfect because something was on TV that I was watching and I didn't want to <laughs> do that much. So I was literally watching TV, having my other hand do something to his butthole. With your hand? <laughs> the toy. Oh, I the toy. No, I had the toy. And I was like doing that and watching the show. And I'm like, this is extremely convenient. <laughs> I don't even have to do anything. But sometimes you don't want to have sex. <laughs> Beneficial to us. We can do chores. You can paint our nails. Multitask. Multitask. You can sell your MLM products <laughs> while pegging your man. It's um, like the narrative of the modern day woman. Yes. <laughs> what can't she do? So that was an instance where I'm like, you know what? It's it's not a bad thing. I don't have to do too much. Oh my so god. That was. Okay, I have I, I like agree that it's not a deal breaker for me, but mm -hmm. I but it's a it's a lot different than oh than yeah. That. Um, again, it comes back to like, do I just love them so much that I do anything exactly? For them? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but that's kind of that's it. That's, yeah, that was really it. Yeah, and that's like, my only justification. Yeah, 
I mean, ugh, would I be into it? I think also, okay, this sounds bad, but like I wasn't in love with the person anymore. Oh, so I think at this time I was like, whatever, what, what do I not have to do anymore? Yeah. And I was already towards the end of the relationship and I like, obviously like you want to spice things up. Luckily he just wanted the spice and I just wanted to watch (laughs) the TV. Do you remember what you were watching? I think it was, I think I was like watching Queer Eye. I think Queer Eye was, I know it was like, it was one of those binging Netflix shows where I could just watch the whole thing. So I think it was one of those. So I had it kind of on low, like just captions and like just really low. And I'm just fucking begging him. Um, wait, 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 can you say, I know you said you don't want to. It might not be queer. It had to be one of those binge no, no, no. shows. I know you said you didn't want to discuss the details, but can I ask just like two follow-up questions? Sure. And can you answer them no matter what? Uh, no, maybe. Okay, okay go. Okay. Go. <laughs> Um, where were you when this was happening? Was it on the couch? A subway. <laughs> no. Um, with the, a subway like yeah. train or no. the food places? <laughs> no, we were on, we were on our, the bed. We were on the okay. bed, but okay. we had the TV. The like, yeah. Okay. And how was he facing? <laughs> he was facing the TV too. Oh no, it was super was casual. Watching too we, no, no, we literally were just like sitting down on our, the bed, like, he was next to me and I just had my hand and just like going like this and he had his legs like this. Okay. What was your face? <laughs> oh, I was just very casual. What was your face? You just had to throw in a couple of dirty words throughout the time. Like be like, you like that? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Wait, those are your dirty words? <laughs> I'm actually really bad at dirty words. Oh my God. This is <laughs> But yeah. This is a fun episode. I feel like every episode we've been we're getting raunchier and raunchier, and we're getting it's because we're getting raunchier. Yeah, <laughs> God dang. Okay. Um. Okay. That. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's all, folks. Um. Okay. I'm ending it now. Hey, Brittany. Yeah. You say you want to lose control. Come, Come over here. I got something to show ya. Yeah. Sex <laughs> <laughs> lady. I said, you see, bury yourself. You think it's so hot. Let me show me what you got. All my people love you. Let me see your dance. Come on, baby, lose control. Come on, don't forget it. Can you tell what song that was? Yes. That was, what is the music? Uh, me Against the me Music. Me Against the Music. Brittany. And Madonna. Feet, feet Madonna. Madonna. Um, but thank you guys. Thank you. I love for you. coming to our our performance. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and until next time. Yes. Bye. Bye.